0: If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things iron and hardtop, it's Kevlu and since the Sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, welcome back. I sincerely apologize for no Since the Sandbox episode last week. But we were preparing for a big week. We're out on vacation. I had to bring the podcast equipment. So we do have some episodes that we're going to cover. Um, just really quickly, guys, we are outside, so there could be some other noises that we're hearing. Just all part of the environment, everything that we're accepting here for Since the Sandbox this week. Our first episode that we are going to cover today is the biggest questions in the NFL Draft. And we know that the NFL Draft is slowly approaching. We're only about two weeks away to see where a lot of these franchises are going to be committing their future to. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of trade and capital moves up until that point. So before I get into the episode, I need you guys to check out our new shirts. STSB is Boston's number one sports podcast. You guys should know this already. And also, go and check out our other episodes. We have Meet the People Episode 4 with Jeff Aranella, and we have so much other content for you guys, so make sure you guys are going to check that out. And, of course... You guys have to leave a five-star review. But we're about to jump in with the episode right now. And I think one of the biggest questions in the NFL draft this year is who will be the first quarterback off the board? Now, you guys have heard my opinions. You know, I did my mock draft. I've talked about my prospects on with Ben Scarpa. And we have more of that coming, so make sure you guys stay tuned. But the first quarterback off the board in this draft, I don't think is going to be the best quarterback, but I do think that this person is being talked about as the most pro-ready prospect. So I do think that Kenny Pickett will be the first quarterback off the board. I think that Malik Willis is the best quarterback in the draft. So one of the biggest questions in the NFL draft, like I said, who will be the first quarterback off the board? I personally think that that will be Kenny Pickett. Now, this next question has a lot to do with the trades that have happened in the NFL in the recent weeks. It's what will Kansas City do after the Tyreek Hill trade, right? Because obviously Tyreek Hill was a big part of their offense, you know, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Patrick Mahomes. But now that they don't have that speed over the top, I think it's important for them to, to really replace that. But I think it's also important for Kansas City to kind of set themselves up for the future, right? Because this is a team that if you want to commit a contract like $500 million to Patrick Mahomes, you kind of have to be preparing for a dynasty, right? I don't think you know just one or two-year championships filling it with veteran players is something that's going to actually help you. So I think what Kansas City should do is I think they should definitely get young I think that they should make sure that they establish the run, save some years on Patrick Mahomes, you know, really make sure that offensive line is beefed up and play some defense. You know, I, I just really feel like that, that's how, you know, a lot of teams win their games is by running the ball and playing defense. And we know how well Kansas City can pass the ball. We know what that division is going to look like next year, but um, I think it's really important to do things a little bit differently. So this way, you know, your offense and your team has some versatility. What I also think is important is with the first round picks that Kansas City has, I think it's extremely important to draft or sign a wide receiver. Now, Tyreek Hill went, you know, it's going to be hard to replace, you know, his production. But, you know, there's still guys like Julio Jones. There's guys like Jamison Williams in the draft. You know, there, there's a bunch of guys that, that Kansas City can really do, a Traylon Burks that can take the top off on the offense. They still need to be able to have that guy that can just run down the field and Patrick Mahomes can throw it up too. And we all know that that's what Tyreek Hill has done so well. The next question also stays with the wide receivers, and it's will Green Bay draft a wide receiver? So that's a very general question, but to be to have a general answer, I'm just going to say yes. I don't know when Green Bay is going to draft a wide receiver. Could it be in the first round? Absolutely it could. Could it be in the third or fourth round? Absolutely it could. Typically, what the tendencies for the Green Bay Packers have done – is, you know, they've clearly attacked the wide receiver position later on in rounds. Devontae Adams was a second-round pick, and, we, you know, we saw guys like MVS, who just signed with the Kansas City Chiefs, and other speedster was a later-round pick. So, I think that Green Bay might go in that direction, but I definitely think that Green Bay has to address the wide receiver position. Um, you know, I just think that if you're going to commit to having Aaron Rodgers for that many more years, you have to view yourself as a contender, just with him at the quarterback. And, yeah, you might have to revamp that team a little bit. You might have to make sure you know contractually that you have obligations in other places knowing that Devontae Adams is no longer a part of your offense. But I definitely think that you need to make sure that that offense stays good, stays healthy, and stays fluent as one of the top units in the NFL. And the way you could do that is by definitely drafting a wide receiver to help replace Devontae Adams. You'll never be able to replace a Devontae Adams, but at least help. The Eagles have multiple first round picks and multiple picks in the top 60. What will they do? So, Here's the interesting thing with the Eagles, right? I know a lot of people had just saw the trade that they did with the Saints, and the Eagles went from having three first-round picks to two first-round picks for this year. But what they're also doing is stockpiling picks for the future. And what I think a lot of this comes down to is people think that the Eagles are confident in Jalen Hurts, and that's why they're shedding some of these picks. I honestly think that the Eagles keep deferring draft picks for the future. Just waiting to see when Jalen Hurts kind of crashes because we do see that They view Jalen Hurts as a one-dimensional quarterback. I personally don't. I think Jalen Hurts has all the tools, all the traits to be the guy for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I hate saying that as a Giants fan, but, you know, he's won games. The past two seasons, they've overcame expectations by probably a landslide because they've had one of the poorer rosters. But, you know, Jalen Hurts has been the saving grace of all of that. So I think it's really interesting. But I think what they're doing is making sure that they have multiple picks of future drafts in case they want to, you know, trade up for a guy like Bryce Young will have, you know, capital to just invest in, in different ways to help improve the team. And that's why I honestly think the Eagles are kind of doing what they did this offseason having multiple first round picks, I, I think that, you know, they can definitely trade back to help get more capital and continue improving that roster. But I also think that they can continue to build and I think, you know, some positions that they'll definitely need help in is that offensive line, right? You want to be able to to show that you can run the ball. Miles Sanders is a quality running back and one of the best in the NFL. Make sure that you can do that consistently, right? I feel like that's really important. Rebuild that offensive line. Last year, you know they were really banged up. Lane Johnson was hurt. Jason Kelsey was hurt. Andre Dill was obviously a somewhat newer left tackle. But you know, invest in that tackle position. Get a guard, and then get some defense. You know how bad your defense is. You know how bad your defense has been. Obviously, it's been enough to be competitive in the NFC East, but that doesn't really say much, honestly, with the with the teams that are in that division. So um, I think the Eagles can go a lot. I think that they should definitely address the offensive line and defensive line early in the draft, but throughout the second, third, and fourth round, you know, get the specialists, get the running backs, get the wide receivers, get the tight ends, get the cornerbacks, get the safeties. Because when the Eagles were playing their best football, all of that was at its best. So we need to make sure as an Eagles fan, not me personally, but just speaking in the Eagles fan perspective, that that's some of the actions that the Eagles take this offseason. Okay, which teams are likely to trade up? So we just saw the New Orleans Saints trade up. This was a team that I had trading up weeks ago, honestly. And I just think that New Orleans is seeing this draft as the draft to get their quarterback and I think you know it's very possible that that a Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett's targeted by them they could even wait a little bit longer get like a Desmond Ritter uh, Matt Corral or Sam Howell you know later on in the draft I think Desmond Ritter will definitely be a guy that goes first round right around when they pick but it all depends on when the first quarterback is really taken right. That really sets up you know, the domino effect for, for the rest of the positions. You start to see teams trade up because they didn't get their guy. Um, and They don't want to miss out on that talent. So I think that's really important. I think the New Orleans Saints are definitely going to get their quarterback this draft, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them trade up again with multiple first-round picks. But another team that hasn't really been talked about in the trade market that often is the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, right? We don't know what's going to happen with, with Sam Donald because Sam Donald is still younger than a lot of these quarterbacks that are being drafted at this moment moment in time. But, you know, we've seen a lot of the same. You know, he misses some games. He shows flashes, you know, early on in the season because let's not forget that the Panthers started off 3-0, 4-0, 5-0 last year. But, you know, that just really started to break down and they didn't agree on going forward. We saw Cam Newton come in. We saw a bunch of other guys come in. So, I don't think the Panthers want to ride out the Sam Donald train. They did give up capital in this year's draft to get him. But I wouldn't be surprised with them picking at six if, you know, quarterback was a direction that they decided to go in. But they do have a lot of other holes on that team to fill as well. And their defense is a little bit more solid. We know that they walked up their wide receiver position. So let's see if they can get some production running the ball. Obviously Christian McCaffrey is one of the best in the league, but. He's been hurt for quite some time, and you know, let's make sure we get that positive tight end play and win as a team. I feel like that's really important. Two more questions to answer the biggest questions in the NFL draft. Before I get to those guys, next up we have our sophomore slumps or successes is the Census Sandbox Classic, and it's actually going to be a two-episode podcast. So make sure you guys stay in tune to both the sophomore slump or success episodes. The sophomore slump or success episode is just taking guys in their second year and going to determine whether they're going to be in a slump season next year or a success season next year. And I'll break that down a little bit more as we go on. But like I said, two more questions in this episode. Which teams are likely to trade back? All right, so... I have three teams here that I think are likely to trade back, and the first two both come from New York. The New York Jets and the New York Giants I think are very likely to trade back in the draft. And with having multiple first-round picks in the top 10, I feel like that's why they can kind of go in that direction, kind of help them improve their team significantly later on in the draft, just because both those teams need the help. And like I said, this is coming from a Giants fan perspective. Now I want to pick at both 5 and 7 because I understand the quality of players that we'll get, but I also understand where the Giants are right now as a franchise and I think you know it it could be you know very beneficial if we trade back look if we get more more first round picks for next year that's great if we get more picks later on in the second and third round for this draft I think that's important too and we're very young and I'm not expecting you know the Giants to have a crazy great season if you want my honest opinion I just think you know with a lot of change with us being the financial scenario that we're in I think it just would be more beneficial for us to to load up on the draft picks and, and just really make sure that you know we're drafting successful players that'll fit the scheme with with Brian Dayball and Joe Schoen whatever they're trying to do so I think the Giants are likely to trade back I think the Jets can trade back having the picks on that four and ten I feel like those you can get really quality guys there but you could also stock up on a lot the Jets need offensive line interior offensive line they need wide receivers they need a running back they need just about every single position so why not trade back in a team that like we trades back almost every year, whether it's in the first round, later in the rounds, whatever it may be. New England. New England is absolutely famous for this, honestly. Um, there's been so many years where, you know, New England has probably seen top-quality players at their pick and just traded back to help build for the future, and that's why New England's turnaround is always so impressive. You know, they get a guy like Christian Barmore where they traded back and got. I, mean, I just feel like, you know, those selections are extremely beneficial, and, you know, they really show. Mac Jones, he was pick 15. They didn't trade up and overspend, and I feel like that's the difference between them and a lot of other franchises. Alright, Favorite draft night memory: Saquon Barkley drafted to the New York Giants. Guys, the Giants have been bad for a long time now, so we've been picking in the top five um, for a decent amount of years. But I was extremely ecstatic when we drafted Saquon Barkley. I was downstairs. Um, this is when I was living in the basement at my grandmother's house, and um, she was upstairs having having dinner with with her son and her daughter. And um, I'm screaming in the basement, "Yeah, we got Saquon Barkley! This and that, blah blah blah." Um, And and they're calling me. They're like, is everything all right downstairs? And I'm like, yeah, we just drafted the guy that we wanted to. So that was one of my favorite draft night memories. And another one, shout out to the Scarpers, Michael, Benny, Anthony, and Olivia. I was at their house when Odell got drafted. And I was a little upset because I wanted Zach Martin. But I was happy because the Giants needed a wide receiver where we were at and Odell was definitely that dynamic playmaker from LSU. I mean, you're seeing all the catches, all the kick returns, what he did in college. I mean, that was absolutely impressive. So both of those, those two guys are part of my favorite draft memories and they're part of my favorite, you know, memories as an NFL fan because these are two of my favorite players. I have both their jerseys and won nothing but success for them. And I'm happy that the Giants drafted them, but I'm also sad that it didn't really pan out the way I was expecting it to in the first couple years with them. So, guys, this was my biggest questions in the NFL draft. Make sure you guys check this out on YouTube and the podcast and also leave a five-star review. If you guys like the shirts, reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you think. Maybe, just maybe, we can get you one. And make sure you stay tuned to the sophomore slump or success episode peace out and five stars